0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode.
1: Hi Queen. Hello.
0: Hope you guys had the most relaxing Thanksgiving weekend, whatever that looked like for you. I can't believe Thanksgiving has come and gone now this year. It's absolutely crazy. I know, to me. and it's
1: officially holiday season, Christmas season. Tis or the season. The season Shout out all is my here. Girlies. Um, girlies. Yes, I went to a tree lighting ceremony this weekend in Idlewild, uh, and it was so cute. Wait, and that so tree now was in the holiday so spirit. big. It was so big. I felt like I was in the Grinch. Like I was. How truly in
0: did they get the lights on that thing? I
1: don't know. They had to have like the biggest ladder. It was huge. I'm just, yeah. How magical, though. I know. So magical. The holiday season is my favorite.
0: I know. Now people can stop talking about decorations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yay. So exciting. Um, Okay. So I feel like we have a great episode for you guys this week talking all things brands we asked you guys what you want to hear from us and this was a very popular topic so mm-hmm. we'll deep dive into that but just a couple of updates really quickly is we still have our hundred dollars off the Paris trip for black friday um, again, only 25% is due when you sign up and then I believe the rest is due about 90 days out and right now it is $100 off. So get it while you can. I feel like it's a really good deal. It's a full mm-hmm. week, which is so nice with so many just amazing and fun activities you guys if you know you know paris is my absolute favorite place in this entire world not that i've been (laughs) to many places but i love paris so much so i want to share that with like as many of you guys as possible so join us in paris next year in june for the most wonderful time and i'm so excited yes and everything's planned. So many yes. amazing spots. Content opportunities. And, I feel like, too, Yeah. obviously me trying to convince you guys, um, Paris content pops off. Like, I am always seeing Paris. And I don't know if that's because it's my explorer
1: page that's very, yeah. like,
0: tailored to me. But I feel like I'm always seeing Paris content.
1: People just love Paris. It's such a dreamy destination. And also, you meet so many amazing girls, like, yeah. friends for life. <laughs> Yeah, there's truly not, like,
0: I can't even think of a con, honestly. It's all pros. All pros. All of it. All write-offs as well.
1: <laughs> Anyways.
0: So, okay, next update is we will be announcing the winner of our BFF giveaway at the end of the podcast episode. So, yes, you have to listen to us all the way through to find out who the winner is. And by
1: the way, we had so many entries. And oh, thank you guys for entering. So many, you guys. I wish we could send... Everybody, something because you all deserve it. But we're definitely going to do do another one. Yeah, we'll do another one soon for sure. Maybe we'll try to
0: plan like a like a reoccurring like monthly giveaway Mm. of some sorts or something. Yeah, something. You guys are just amazing. But and then last little thing is we will be posting Zoom details in the Facebook group today. So basically, we're gonna have a Zoom call that's just pretty much a live chat with everyone and Mm -hmm. you guys can come join ask any questions you want come say hi connect with other creators and yeah I just feel like face-to-face is very important in the industry and it's one of my favorite things so we just want to be able to provide that for you guys to connect as well so dates and times We'll see what works best for you guys. So vote in the Facebook group so we can finalize everything and get it set up. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be
1: so, so much
0: fun. I'm really excited. Me too. So that's it for our updates this week. And I guess we'll just jump into our influences of the week this week. So
1: what is your current influence? Okay. My influence of the week is actually a mantra slash... Okay. It's something I actually learned in Reiki. I cannot remember if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but I am learning Reiki and learning to be a Reiki master. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I just did Reiki one and then I have Reiki two in a few weeks, but something that I learned in Reiki one, which by the way, if you guys don't know what Reiki is, it's, um, and it's pretty much energy healing and it's something that People in the spiritual space know, and it's really popular. It's just like a beautiful way of healing um, using your palms primarily, like the palm of your hands. But, anyways, okay, so I learned this mantra from my Reiki teacher, and I will put a video of me doing it on our story. I, I set the reminder so I will not forget, but pretty much it's like. It's like when you're trying to cut cords with someone and give them back their energy, you rub your palms together and you say what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours, and you push the energy back to them and shield yourself. It will make sense when I put it on our story, so Mm -hmm. go look at it, but I think it's so amazing and it's just a really good way to protect your energy and give people back what they're trying to give you if it's not wanted or not serving you Mm -hmm. so that is something that I will keep and continue sharing with people so love that I feel
0: like that's so good and something I feel like you learn as an adult with certain types of friendships or any relationships like I feel like friendships and relationships are so easy when you're young, but as you get older, they just change so much Mm -hmm. or they serve different purposes. And so I feel like this is like really good for that, for you not to hang on to something that isn't, like you said, serving you.
1: Yeah. Also just, you know, when toxic people come around or just people are projecting and you just Mm -hmm. don't want to hold on to their negative energy, this is a really good Thing to practice because you feel like you're shielding yourself and giving them back their energy. Like we have said before on the podcast, like put your mirrors up because Mm -hmm. we are bouncing back these people's energy that we don't want. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the same idea.
0: And if you guys do want to hear more about that, we do have a full mantra. Oh yes, 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 we do. So just go look in our like podcast list. It's one of the more recent ones, I would say. So just scroll a little down and you'll see the mantras and we talk all about it if you want to hear more thoughts on that basically Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah love that what is yours so my current influence i have just been seeing so many people go to the snow and i feel like i'm just i'm from arizona and so i didn't grow up (laughs) with like a ton of snow you'd have to drive two hours to like Flagstaff to get snow we're like here in california we're in southern california so i feel like the closest snow again is about two and a half hours in big bear but sometimes big bear doesn't get good snow like it's like slushy dirty snow if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so i really am just influenced by all these people taking these like stunning snow trips so I'm manifesting just like a little girl's snow trip, just a couple days, get some yes. content, like rent a cute cabin, like like hot tub possibly, and like nothing crazy, but just like a relaxing retreat with like um, like apple cider and hot cocoa and like mittens <laughs> Cozy and like vibes. read a book and like, yeah, hot tub, cook some dinner, kind of like what you did in big bear yeah but like add a little like content creation yes. with some snow like that kind of vibe so that mm-hmm. is currently what is influencing me just a cute little i feel like i crave the snow for about two days and then i'm good yeah and then you know what i mean like get in get yes. out so honestly aiming for aspen but we'll see so
1: and by the way you guys if you have aspen rex like please let us know let us we've know we've never been
0: like where's like a good place to just like get a cute little small cabin? Is there like a cute little town to stay
1: near? There's definitely a cute town. I've seen girls stay at it. Ooh, I have an idea, but I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay.
0: Perfect. <laughs> We're gonna start brainstorming already. But yeah. that's just my current influence. I love like seeing the snow content, even though I don't like being cold, but yeah, so I know. I'm excited. Um, yeah. And then just because I'm curious, it was Black Friday last Friday is shopping and just all the weekend things. So did you make any fun Black Friday purchases? We did get a couple okay. of questions about it too in yeah. the in when you asked what people wanted to hear. So I figured we could mm-hmm. share a few things if you bought anything cool or I don't know, worth sharing,
1: good sales, yeah. good deals. What'd you buy? I okay, there's things that I buy every single year on Black Friday and it's my Tula because it's always Not a really that. good sale. It's my Tula. If you guys know, you know, literally can't get away, with, get away from Tula. Like my skin will not let me, it will break yeah. out if I try using something else. It's like really annoying, but we'll see. Um, But yeah, I always get their moisturizer and cleanser. And then I always buy tan Lux, my tanning drops because they're 50% off and I buy enough to last me a full year until, Love which is that. only like three bottles. It lasts a really long time. So always buy that. Um, I feel like I bought something else. And I forgot. There was another thing that I buy every year, and I cannot remember what it was. But in addition to that, I bought an aloe set because they came out with a new pink color and they had a oh, 30% yeah, I saw you off post sale. That. Cute. I'm so excited. And you then wanna. I think, honestly, I did not buy that much. I feel like I'm missing something, but it's fine. I think that's it for now. I bought. Yeah, I think that's like, is that all I bought? I really didn't buy that much. So I think that's it. (laughs) I'm proud of myself. Amazing. What what about you? What did you get? So
0: I feel like I purchased things that I kind of had had my eye on all year, but was like, I'm not going to buy that because I don't need it. But then if there's a sale, like, there's some things that I've just been wanting. I'm literally scrolling through my email right now inspo. looking I know. I'm for, um, like, 437 had a really good sale. I didn't buy oh, anything because I have so many of their bikinis, but they had a really good sale. Dude, Source Unknown is 50% off, and it is taking so much restraint not to literally go crazy on that website because some of their jackets are, like, so expensive. Yeah, it goes through tomorrow or Monday.
1: Oh my god! So like okay. that is
0: so good for them. That's so but, good. Okay, okay. So I bought a. It's literally you guys will probably know what I'm talking about, but it's a store it's that sweater that has like this shirt with it. I don't even know how I'm oh, describing is is it. it right? Striped. The shirt is it part. striped? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah it yeah. finally came back in stock and. This is literally the third year where I'm like, I really want this. So it came back in stock and it was thirty percent off. So I was like, okay, done. Okay. So I did that. I got road Beauty, um, Haley Bieber's brand. Oh, I saw that. I'm excited everything. for you to try it. So I, I have the, to the original it. one, and I actually really love it. So I ordered the salted caramel one. So I'm excited about that. Um, Cute. what else? So oh, Skims had a really good sale. I didn't, unfortunately, order anything on the sale, but my sister's Christmas wish list was Skims products. So I got myself a oh. couple. Like, I got a, I got a bra because I want to try it. Some tank tops and some socks too. for myself. Um, Literally this list. Like, <laughs> whoops. I'm literally but, um, saving
1: all of this stuff.
0: <laughs> pretty little thing. Obviously had an amazing sale. I got this, like, Sherpa. I feel like... I'm seeing this everywhere on my explore page. I feel like this could have been an influence of the week as well. But, like, those, like, Teddy Sherpa long fluffy coats. Like, Fourth and Reckless has one. It's that, like, soft, fluffy-looking coat, but it's long.
1: So, Pretty Little Thing had a
0: really good sale. So, I got it for, like, 50 bucks, I think. So, I felt like that wasn't super bad. Um, Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Fourth and Reckless had a good sale. So, I got... That sparkly shirt that I wore in Paris, I got the black one because I feel like that's so me and yeah, our next is. Paris totally. trip, it will be coming with me and that is one that. thing that I'm, like, really good at is, like, shopping you way really ahead are. of time for a trip, I'm so, so, so I'll you literally did. get it and I'm going to, like, hang it up on, like, to the side and, like, that will be specifically for a trip. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to, like, look in my email, like, what else? Um, Joa Brown had 25% off, but I... I felt like I have stuff, so I didn't – okay, and then (laughs) last thing. (laughs) Um, The Polen Sherpa bag came back on pre-order, so I just bought it. Not even a Black Friday sale. I'm screaming. I
1: actually think I know what you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. It's
0: like the – you know the black one that I have, the iconic black one that's like more like a just – I don't know. It's like the iconic one and then i, I have it oh, in three yeah. sizes Wait, i have I the black one I knew they had that and then the white one and then the mini one that one cute so it comes sherpa in sherpa
1: <gasps> oh <laughs> my god i'm looking at it on the website it's yes. so
0: cute so they launched it and it immediately sold out in like that day and i'm so pissed and then when i was in paris i saw it on the shelf and i didn't buy it don't know what i was thinking um, and I think like, it's fine. I'll Your go Your biggest and just fear. Order it. it literally, yes. My biggest fear came yes. true. So then I went and checked randomly and it was like it's pre-order. So okay. And I've never hit a button so fast in my life. So that's,
1: did they send you a little Christmas box? Yes. So
0: cute. So freaking cute. I need to post that. But me too. yeah, looking. <laughs> me. Oh, and then I got, um, my fiance some aloe stuff too for Christmas because he <gasps> Ooh, loves good. aloe. Yeah,
1: I need to do that too.
0: So yeah, I feel like that was my damage. Like I felt like it was all um justified. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like yeah. nothing nothing too crazy. Got a lot of like Christmas shopping checked off my list, which is nice. And I feel like I don't have to like worry about that. So
1: Yeah, totally. Like
0: I'm I'm feeling really good.
1: Yeah perfect so yeah that was pretty much
0: my black friday experience um it's so crazy to think about i used to work at the mall and like black friday like literally consumed me like i would work like the crazy black friday hours and like yada yada and it's so nice to just not be in retail so if you work in retail i feel your pain i know what it's like i did that for like five plus years like that was my life and so it's just. Like, did you work
1: through the night? Like, you know how people go at midnight?
0: Yes. So one year, Fashion Valley did Thursday from like 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then you closed from 2 a.m. Right. to 5 a.m. Yes. And then they opened 5 a.m. through the day. So, yes, I worked that. And then Macy stayed open for tw- a full 24 hours. So they had to staff the store for a full 24 hours, oh which was my insane.
1: God.
0: And then people yeah, just don't I'm, do that stuff i think anymore, the malls closed like. on thanksgiving now right like it just like shouldn't be open
1: probably in my but opinion honestly what a time like i w- was just talking about this but that was so much I used fun to like live going,
0: for black friday like the victoria's secret sale like going midnight. through the bins and like elbowing people yes. like i was like <laughs> committed i was getting no, the sweatpants the bras all the panties from victoria's secret like yeah charge Victoria secret credit card that was that was the <laughs> or the abercrombie such lines were like
1: oh my I gosh worked, yes. i also
0: worked at abercrombie that was before sunglass hut and literally like people would come in and just buy like 20 of the puffer coats and like people oh, and they used to have a 50 because it was 50 like, percent so off the crazy. whole store yeah what wow time. the times have really changed because now they run deals all week which is honestly so nice you don't have to stress about
1: it Yeah, yeah. and honestly, I just need to know if kids are still doing that nowadays because that was so much fun. Like, after Thanksgiving dinner, you go at midnight to the mall with your friends and, like, everyone's, like, crazy. Yeah. So fun.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that was Black Friday wrapped up. Hope you guys had some good shopping experiences. Ooh, we'll do a question box and be like, what'd you get on Black Friday? Because I want to know. What you guys I got? I know. I, I love I seeing love what people hearing. get. So
1: I'm and nosies. it'll it's Cyber Monday, so Ooh, you guys yes. can get some last minute good, good inspo. deals.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we both posted gift guides, so if you guys need inspo, mm-hmm. you can check out our gift guides as well. Yes. But okay, I feel like that's enough rambling. We should dive into this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked you guys. Well, Danielle asked you guys what you want us to talk about, and. I feel like we got so many questions about brands, so we wanted to do a video just fully dedicated to that so we can answer a lot of the questions. Um, There are a couple topics that we already have a lot of, well, I guess like a lot of episodes that are deep dives. So I'll just recap those real quick. So going full time, if you're interested in hearing about that, we have episodes number three, 57, and 65 Those are deep dives, how to's, what we did, like everything if you're wanting to go full time. So, refer to those. Content creation and having a full time job, we talked about that in episode 43. So, if you want to hear more about that, another big one we got was how to pitch brands. So, I feel like episode two, which was like way, way when we started, Mm -hmm. and episode 50. Yes, That's very detailed. I feel like 50 might be the refresh of two. I can't remember, but very good episode. And then mm-hmm. how to get hotel collabs was another request. And we talked about that in episode 12. So if you're interested in any of those topics, definitely go back and refer to those episodes because we were really able to deep dive in them. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're really good. So <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, they they
1: really are. We go very in-depth in them.
0: So, okay. So those were some of the questions we got. And then the first question, we got a lot of the same questions. So we tried to summarize everything into about five different categories. So the first one is just what to do when you're working with a brand you love, but they aren't paying you enough. So. Good
1: question. I feel like... oh go ahead I was just gonna say you really need to look in words and figure out if you're happy with the relationship if you are in an energetic alignment with yes. what you're getting paid and what you're getting out of the collaboration is my biggest thing because trust just like listen to your gut trust your intuition because it'll guide you like what you need what you need to do like do you need to mm-hmm. walk away is this worth trying to build what do you yeah. want from it that sort of thing.
0: Exactly. I figure, I feel like it's definitely figure out what you want from the relationship. Mm -hmm. So just some questions to really ask yourself if you do want to continue. Like, maybe have you seen this brand pay other creators? Is there that potential for more or no? Like, have you not seen that? And then is it worth building the relationship with them? Do you want to? And that's where you have to, like you said, self-reflect and like, you don't have to do it because someone else is doing it or you've seen other people. If you want that relationship and you want to build, then do that. But it it again, it's what's of worth your time and your what you value. And if you do mm-hmm. feel like there is long-term potential or you really want to build a relationship with this brand, then by all means do it. But if you don't feel like you're being valued or, you know, the pay just isn't good again, and it's no longer mutually beneficial for you, it's okay to set that boundary and walk away because we've talked about this as well. When you close one door, another door with another opportunity will open. So it's about having that, you know, growth mindset and not feeling like, oh my gosh, if I tell this brand no, like no brand is ever going to work with me again. Like you don't want to have that mindset. So I feel like that's, important when trying to decide how to navigate where you're going and then also it's like have you asked the brand for a higher rate like have you opened that discussion yet because of course they're not going to pay you more if you haven't asked them they're going to try to keep getting away with what they're doing
1: whether it's gifting or like a lower rate than usual yeah sometimes even if you ask them they're going to say this happens all the time with like <laughs> sp- a specific brand. Um, they will try to be like, "We would love to move forward at the same rate at this time. We understand if you're if you can't accept this, like, mm-hmm. um, but would love to continue this partnership as we love working with you." That's like a classic response because they're obviously going to try to kind of persuade you to continue with the rate that you're currently on. Or, you know, have been taking. And that's kind of the point where you could try to walk away and stick to your rape. But you have to be ready for the relationship to be put on pause for potentially, like, a good few months. But Mm -hmm. I will say, like, as you grow and work on yourself and your brand, like, they will always come back. Like, absolutely. So... I would recommend, like, setting that boundary and walking away because, one, Mm -hmm. like we said, something better will always come about. And, two, if you are, like, truly working on yourself, working on your brand, working on your content, like, they will come back and they will be ready to pay more. So just keep that in mind when you do ask for a higher rate and that is the response you get. I feel like, too, it's definitely hard at
0: first because you're so nervous but I feel like once you kind of let that go and you really set that boundary of, you know, saying that, like, at this time, you know, you you want to pass or whatever you say, like, you know, hopefully the brand respects that. And then, like you said, they'll come back to you a couple months mm-hmm. later. So I feel like always remember that. And then I feel like if you are trying to ask for that higher rate, having justification for your rate increase always helps. So if you can show the brand why you're asking for an increase, just like any job, like when you're asking for a raise, you have to have something to back it up and you're not just like, "Oh, asking for a raise." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in our industry, whether that's, you know, have you gained a lot more followers since the last partnership? Has your engagement rate increased drastically? did you drive a lot of sales on your last partnership with them or get code uses or whatever? Like be ready to pitch yourself and set yourself up in the best light possible when asking for that rate increase. And then I feel like Mm -hmm. that makes it easier for when they say no, you feel more confident in yourself because you know what you're providing that it's easier to walk away because you're like, I know what I can do. Like, this is how I've improved if they don't want to meet me at my rate then I will find a brand that will if that Mm. makes sense yeah absolutely so and two I feel like we've also seen where if you if they say no to your rate increase and then you go okay like no worries like I had a spot open up with gifting for my content calendar or that same rate brands will know that you won't push back when they say no to your rate increase Mm -hmm. and I feel like unfortunately they will take advantage of that
1: yeah it happens a lot and we're also trying to move the industry into a space where brands know that they can't take advantage of influencers and content creators because this is something in the industry and when you do take on things like this It almost does shift it a little Mm -hmm. bit because they know certain creators will take gifted campaigns. So I think thinking about it and approaching it from that light and, you know, like sticking to your, like standing your ground and just being like, no, like I work in an industry where it's very normal to pay content or creators for their content. Like, I'm not this person take advantage of it. Their employees
0: don't show up and work for not money
1: yeah <laughs> you know what I mean exactly <laughs> and like I get like I don't know I just you know would be very careful with gifting and I think we have a whole I think we have an episode more yeah. about this, but
0: as long as it's like gifting with the intentions of a long-term partnership and you know they pay other people and you want to build and show that like I think that's fine but right. when it's like gifting after gifting after gifting, oh, we don't have budget right now or oh, deliverables. Yeah. And them
1: using your content. Yeah. Things like that.
0: Oh, that's another good thing too to mention when you're asking for your rate increase is if they've ever reposted you or used your content. Mm. You know, you can say things like, I'm so happy you loved my content. When you reposted it here, here and here, you know, then it's like you're really building a strong case for yourself again. So definitely just things to think about for sure yes and then I feel like another question we got was what follower count should you start charging at and it's so funny because I swear when we literally started no one under 10k was getting paid no one Mm -hmm. maybe not even 50k like it was just so different Back then,
1: yeah, yeah, it was very different. Um, but times are changing, and we love it. And you really can start charging at like two thousand. Like literally, if you're creating good content, you can start charging at any point. I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like it just truly depends. It's when you feel ready and confident to ask, and. Again, it's it's changed so much since we started, so it's all about the quality content now and we talked about this in either the last episode or the episode before that, but the UGC opportunities and I feel like those are so great for creators with smaller followings just starting out. Like again, if you're creating high-quality content, like things we're talking about or, you know, good lighting, good images or videos of their clothing, if brands repost you, all those things then Brands will want to use your content, so that'll open doors for the UGC opportunities or usage rates if brands see your content and they want to use it on their website or their email blast, whatever. They can pay you usage rates for that or even whitelisting when they boost your post, Mm -hmm. you know, from the Facebook end and promote it as an ad. As long as you're creating quality content, that's what matters. And so I feel like that's what you really have to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah yeah it's just like it literally blows my mind that the industry has changed so much but obviously it's such such a good thing so Mm -hmm. I just feel like if you're feeling it ask and I feel like if you don't know if your content is quality like me you might be asking yourself oh like is my content good enough just keep working on it and practicing and improving and you'll notice brands will start reaching out to you and you'll be like okay like brands are asking me about my content so I know I'm doing
1: something right and then keep doing that if that makes sense yeah and definitely like have some goal accounts or like big inspo accounts that you just like girls that you really admire in the creator space and kind of like I don't know assessing like how your content looks compared to theirs in a way you know obviously everyone's content is different but if you're just I I don't know if you're wondering like how your content looks in in the eyes of a brand compared to someone that you really look up to I think that's like a good way to do it
0: yeah I like that I feel like biggest thing that when I see content that you can kind of tell is not up to par. I feel like it's all lighting. Like just mm-hmm. make sure your lighting is good and if it's not, work on that. And then also <laughs> the other thing is clean your lens. Like make sure your lens is clean. Make screaming. sure there's no it's so smudges true. or smears because I feel like you can tell when people post content when their lens isn't clean. So those are, I feel like, are little things to think about. But if you're needing somewhere to start, I feel like those are two great things to start working on. Yeah. So. But yeah, in terms of followers, I feel like we see people nowadays 2k, 3k posting ads. So, amazing mm-hmm. for anyone who's doing that. Um then the next one is very similar to that question, but we got a lot of how much should we charge a brand? Does follower count or
1: content matter more? So I would say definitely content same matters more absolutely without a doubt Mm -hmm. Um, because at the end of the day like the brands are yes they're using your brand your personal brand for the like the ad but they're also probably going to use it for their own use or repost on their socials and obviously the brands want their products to be. Um, presented in a very like well thought out manner with, um, just like really, you know, beautiful content. So I would definitely say content over a follower count, which is again, so different from what it was a few years ago
0: mm-hmm. because
1: a few years ago it was follower account a hundred percent over content, which is like, honestly, really crazy to think about that time because like girls with stunning content weren't even given a chance, So, I think it's really cool how the industry has shifted.
0: Yeah, I feel like brands used to respond and be like, oh, like, thanks for reaching out. Please reach back out when you hit 10K. Yeah. Like, like brands would literally respond to that.
1: But yeah. Or like, we have a minimum X amount of followers required for this or something like Mm -hmm. that.
0: Like, required for our partnerships. Yeah. Mm But yeah, that just goes to show like how much the industry changes, how much it can change, you know, so it's about just evolving and keeping up with all the trends and all that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like in terms of how should we charge a brand, there are so many factors to consider. So I know it like doesn't make sense, but I know a lot of people try to ask us like, oh, well, what should I charge? But it's, it's so hard for us to put a number on something because so many things go into it. So, obviously, there are things like engagement rate. I feel like that's a pretty big thing. Um, I still feel like brands love to see a good engagement rate because it just shows Uh, them, like, how active your followers are or how much your followers care about your content. Um, Sales, if you're driving sales for the brand, if it's, you know, a campaign where they're testing link clicks or like a code that they're giving you that they're tracking. I feel like that's really important to them. Again, the quality of your content. And I feel like maybe if your engagement rate isn't the strongest, you can really, really focus on the quality of your content. And then that way brands can see the value in that if they are reposting it or using it for, you know, their own content or user generated content. Um, even having other social platforms to be able to repost your content on, you can charge brands for. So you can be like, oh yeah, like I'd love to do a reel and then I charge, you know, an extra couple hundred dollars or whatever to post the same video on TikTok as well. I feel like Mm -hmm. that could get you a little more money for the same collaboration you could offer because I feel like brands do like to be on multiple multiple platforms as well and then also usage it's like is the brand using your photo on their socials and like we'll typically just do organic reposts or is the brand wanting to post you on their website on their email all that stuff so it's just there's too many factors that go into it um for us to give any one person a number without knowing Mm -hmm. everything about their account, essentially. So I feel like you really just have to think about what you value your content at. And we always say this, maybe message a couple girls who you're friends with on socials who are in a similar following range with a similar engagement. And, you know, ask them in a way that's not specifically asking them what their rate is. But if you're just like, hey, girl, like, I know we have similar... Accounts. I'm, I'm trying to pitch a brand, and I'm I'm thinking about pitching them in this range. Is that similar to what you're pitching? Am I lowballing myself, or am I pitching too high? I'm just trying to figure out a good range for myself. I think people are really open. Yeah, to answering that. That's
1: really good wording. It's like a soft ask, you know? yeah. But you're not like, hey, <laughs> girl, what do you range? charge for
0: this? Because I feel mm-hmm. like people get nervous about their own rates, or maybe even they don't feel super confident in their number. So,
1: you yeah, know, yeah. And I mean? they can so just it's be like, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm getting collaborations from X amount to X amount, and right. I feel like that's a great range. You know, like what your average, what mm-hmm. your low range is, and then like what, you know, your higher range is. I think that's really good to know.
0: Because it definitely depends on the brand as well. And like obviously like bigger brands will have bigger budgets and knowing when to increase your rate for that. But if you literally have, you don't know where to start, I would try reaching out to a couple of people and just be like, hey, I'm trying to figure this out. You know, this is the range I was thinking of. Is this similar to kind of what you ask for? Should Mm -hmm. I raise it? Should I lower it? And that way you're not asking for a specific number. But that way they can be like, oh, yeah, I would definitely raise it a little bit or be like, yeah, that's a really good number. I would stick with that. That way. people yeah, Don't that's feel a good uncomfortable.
1: Idea. Yeah. Like tell them what your range is. If, yeah. if you're too scared to ask them, then they can just be like, yeah, that's good range or like, oh, that's low. That's high. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, and the reason why we don't really like say it flat out on the podcast, I feel like, is because the industry has changed so much since we were, at you know, like a I don't know, like in the different ranges, you know, of like under ten k, you know, around fifty k, right, right. it has changed so much since we were um, at those follower follower accounts. To like, I'm not really sure at this point because I feel like people are charging the same amounts, at, like 10k, they're, as 50k, or like we were some not getting some girls ask
0: for a lot and they're getting it. Like I will yeah. like see numbers that people will post in Facebook groups, and you know, someone with like 20k is like, oh yeah, I just got five thousand dollars for a reel, and I'm
1: like, yeah, so wow, it's you always go, girl. different or changing or. I would just ask someone that is very similar to you or ask someone who is partnering with a brand that you are trying to pitch. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it's just always changing. When we were at 10K, we were probably getting a few hundred dollars. Like, I don't even remember. At
0: at most, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that is absolutely not what it is now. (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I think too, you can also test your rates. So definitely we've mentioned this, but asking a little higher than what like your actual like rate would be for yourself just to give yourself a cushion for the brand to negotiate because I feel like more likely than not, brand you'll pitch a number and then brands will be like, oh, we only have a budget mm-hmm. of this. And then they'll say like half your rate and then you negotiate. Oh, well, you know, I'd really love if we could meet in the middle at this rate and then they say okay yeah. or whatever so you have that number in your head that like is your absolute low lowest of what you would ex- accept and then you have your pitch rate where you pitch a little higher just so it gives you wiggle room to negotiate if that's where it goes and then obviously if the brand says yes then amazing <laughs> yeah definitely. so that would that's kind Brands of how love we to would get go about a deal that. yes definitely yeah good point definitely make it seem like the brand is getting a really good deal whether you offer to throw in a story set or Or even
1: if you say like my rates typically are this but i can meet you Mm -hmm. at this for our first collaboration yeah like something like Like i can give you a bundle rate of this and this
0: whatever yeah good good tip So I feel like it is just all in the wording and it definitely just comes with practice. So definitely just practice, practice, practice and you'll get more comfortable doing it with Mm -hmm. the more experience you have and everyone goes through that learning experience. It's like,
1: I don't know if you guys have seen this TikTok. I'm sure you have, it's going viral, but have you seen the rejection exposure um, TikTok? No, I don't think so. Okay, it's like so interesting and I honestly feel like pitching and like finding your rate is literally rejection exposure therapy because okay so there's this TikTok of this woman she's laying down on a yoga mat in a very very busy walkway it's almost like in the middle of a mall almost <laughs> um and this person approaches her like who's filming and they're like what are you doing and she was like I'm doing re- rejection exposure therapy and she I forget who said it it's this famous person but in their book they say to literally stop caring about what anyone thinks you do rejection therapy so you like put yourself yes you put yourself in like this situation where people are like looking at you weird or just like
0: dude literally kind of rejecting you that's like the biggest thing I did a sales training and we went to Las Vegas wait I think you
1: might have told me this and you do something like that
0: and our boss would tell us something to ask a stranger, and it could be the most random oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that asking is, that's Asking for a piece is. of gum, asking for their phone number, ask, like, the most, honestly, like, random tasks. But basically, you just go up to strangers, and you ask them these questions, and obviously, you're so nervous at first. And in retracted. retrospect you're like why am I nervous? I don't even know this person and I'm never going to see them again, but you get so nervous and then obviously people say no or look at you weird and you just like whatever, move on. But after you do it a couple times, you get used to it and you're just like whatever and you just add, you can literally ask yeah. people the most random things.
1: Yeah, that's what this girl or like this book was about and then you literally stop caring about what anyone thinks of you. Anyways, that is kind of like because you just build tough skin when someone says no to a pitch or like to my rate I just literally do not care anymore I'm like okay on to the next like sucks for you like yeah um we clearly are not in alignment and we're moving on yeah booked and busy
0: we don't have time to like sit around and like deal with brands who
1: don't energetically align with you yeah it takes practice but like I promise you you will get there Mhm. Definitely. And
0: then when we'll talk about that a little more too. But the next one is how to have a long-term partnership with a brand and we talk about this in episode 61. We do a deep dive into Building relationships with brands, but just kind of a few tips to remember. I feel like one of the most important things is be easy to work with. I feel like nowadays brands run really big campaigns or campaigns with multiple influencers on it. So you want to be the easiest one to work with, if that makes sense. So you don't want the brand rep to be chasing you for everything. Like once you have the content, submit it for review. Like submit all your captions, submit everything so they don't have to ask you and be like, oh, well, can you send this? Or, oh, you forgot this? Or like, hey, do you have your content ready for review yet? Like be Mm. the easy one to work with and With editing, try to like get the edits in and posting. Once you do post, send them the live link, let them know it's live. And then within 24 to 48 hours, I would say, send your insights. And that way, they're not chasing you and you're making it easy because I feel like that would really stand out to a brand rep. And if they have another campaign, they'll remember how on top of things you were and how easy you were to work with that they would like pitch you for another campaign if that Mm -hmm. makes sense because I feel like again like there are a lot of influencers nowadays so it's just one way to stand out or set yourself apart with these brands especially when they have so many options of people to work with
1: yeah I feel like posting organically a lot for these brands is a really good way to continue partnerships with them because it's like you're training your audience to know that this is a brand that you really do love and it's a very mm-hmm. organic kind of partnership um also I feel like if you can pitch a longer term rate at a pretty good discounted rate that's always good to kind of um yeah try like to get that get long-term on contract board. or something yeah I feel like it's it's just always good to make it Easy to say yes to things like that because it's like okay, why yeah. wouldn't you work with this Yeah, it goes back person? to like
0: giving the brand a good deal. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and like I feel like too another tip that I like to do is if I have a paid collaboration, obviously they're sending you the product. Is like do kind of like a post that's not required in the campaign so like a story like I love doing like unboxing say you're doing an unboxing like add that brand in and be like oh just got some new products in so excited to try because that way when you actually post the campaign you know once it's finished and ready to post you know your audience might be like oh yeah she posted that when she got it in like I remember seeing that and that's Mm -hmm. like another sales tactic is like people have to have seven touch points before they buy. So the more you mention it organically and just kind of get it in front of your audience, the more likely you're going to be able to drive sales, which ultimately helps you as well. Like build that case again for your rates when you're working with brands. So kind of like setting that partnership up for success, I feel like. So that's kind of something to do if you want to stand out a little as well. But anyways... (sighs) Yeah, so that was a lot of your guys' questions relating to brands, so hopefully this kind of helped answer some of the general questions that we get a lot of and that you guys are constantly asking us, so we were able to kind of put it in one podcast episode for you guys to reference. Um... But yeah, hopefully you guys liked this. And I feel like brands are always just the biggest questions we're going to get because Mm -hmm. obviously that's how we make a lot of our income and it's a huge part of what we do. So I feel like if you practice the basics and you just really focus on yourself and know your worth, like it all comes with time and practice. And again, there's no handbook or how to do this or it's like ABC, like you just kind of have to do it. To learn and I feel like that's kind of the beauty of the industry is everyone has such a different journey or a different path and so we can give you as many tips as possible but really you have to apply these to your business and take it where you want it to go so we're always cheering you guys on and always want to be as much support as possible but yeah you are in charge of your destiny (laughs) of your business of your destiny
1: yeah these are the questions we get asked a lot because i feel like it is there is no rule book and people tell you everyone will tell you something different honestly so this is how we handle it and we understand how scary it can be in the beginning or honestly not even in the beginning like still it can be very challenging to navigate so Mm -hmm. yeah always happy to talk about this stuff
0: but yeah okay Hopefully, you guys like this episode. We always love feedback, so let us know. But moving on to... So we have our listener of the week this week and then our BFF giveaway winner announcement. Which one should we do first? I feel like
1: the giveaway second? I don't know.
0: Okay, listener of the week first. Okay, do you
1: want to share our listener of the week? Okay, yes. So our listener of the week is... I hope I'm saying this right, and I'm sorry I say this every single episode, but I just never want to get anyone's name wrong, but her name, I think, is Kathiana, or Katiana. I'm not totally sure, but honestly, regardless, stunning name, Um, it is spelled K-A-T-H-I-A-N-A Eugene. Sorry, I didn't say the whole thing. Let me rewind. Kathiana Eugene so yes k-a-t-h-i-a-n-a-e-u-g-e-n-e she asked a lot of really good questions about brands Mm -hmm. um and we're so thankful that you listened to the podcast you also have such cute style i love your little black mesh outfit you wore (laughs) in your um instagram so we love that thank you for listening we appreciate you and thank you for asking questions
0: yes we love the support and really really truly appreciate it and mean it when we say that Mm -hmm. which is why we like to shout you guys out because we just want you to know how much we appreciate it so thank you so much and we notice you guys and we see you guys so yeah Mm -hmm. okay i wish we had like a drum roll noise this is okay Okay. Do you want to share? One, right? I'll drum
1: roll. Okay. You share and okay. I'll drum roll. Okay. Okay. Ready? And the winner is... Ter- okay. I'm so <laughs> sorry I have to say this again, but you guys have such cool names. Okay. The winner is Terry Terim. I think that's how you say it. T Terim... I think that's I think that's it. But yes, oh my gosh, yay! Thank you for entering. Congratulations. Um, We're so so appreciative. We actually we're really excited she entered because we got the chance to meet her at our meetup. um, Oh yes, in New York, in New York. So yeah, we're so excited. You and your best friend BFF are gonna win a little beauty bundle. And we're just so thankful for everyone who entered this giveaway. Yes, thank you guys for entering. We
0: are definitely going to do more because you guys were just... Like, we had so many entries. So we want to, like... We want everyone to win, obviously, but... Well, we're going to try our best to do more so that more people can win. And just for a way to thank you guys for being so supportive always, like we want to give back to you guys. So mm-hmm. this is the first of many giveaways we have planned. We're so excited. But yeah, this is our first one. So congratulations. Either DM us or we'll DM you to coordinate details mm-hmm. and hopefully ship out your package sometime this week. But thank you to everyone who entered and stay tuned for me. May- Maybe like a Christmas one, or yeah. maybe like a January New Year Manifestations one. Yes. Ooh, what if we do? Because one of our first episodes of the year is gonna be. Um. Why am I blanking? The mood boards, like the, a yeah, vision board. Vision board. Yes. So. Maybe we'll do like a creative vision board and then like post it on your story and tag us and we like choose Cute. a winner that way. Cute, good idea, right? Good idea,
1: good idea, So we're just going to come we'll up with that. a lot
0: of fun ideas for giveaways and share that with you guys just because we love you all so much. But mm. that is pretty much it for this week's episode. Thank you if you made it all the way through. As always, we love you guys. Again, we are putting Zoom details in the Facebook group. So if you're wanting to join our kind of live Q&A session. Stay tuned for all of that. And yeah, travel with us this coming summer to Paris and Italy. We're so excited. And I can't believe the holiday season is here. So yeah, we will talk to you guys in our next episode. Have an amazing week. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks so
1: much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode.
0: Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.